welcome everyone back to Weekend at Berkman's, a show about everything and nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddix. Hello, folks. <laughs> well, you can call off the dogs. We found all the uh, podcast hosts. We've uh, been gone for a while now. It's our <laughs> first one of September. Uh, apologies, the... Uh, company i work for gives us vacation time and expects us to use it so mm-hmm. i uh i did just so and uh took some time off there uh was able to uh explore my my uh podcast fellow podcast folks here always tell me to explore my state and explore my country mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i got a chance to <laughs> got a chance to head up to some national parks in uh south dakota Highly recommend that if, if you've not done it, uh, really enjoyed it. I would say the, the low light was after watching National Treasure, I expected I'd be able to get up to Rushmore, uh, check out everything that had to offer. But you, you can't really get that close, but mm. uh, was still extremely beautiful. A couple other things there like the, uh, the Black Hills, the Badlands, um, absolutely worth the trip. And then... Mm. Uh, a, a place which is near and dear to, uh, I would say, of of the three hosts here, I'm probably the one that loves Colorado the least. Uh, not to say wow. that I don't love it. Oh, well, not, okay. not this on not a to relative assessment. On yes. a relative assessment, like excellent, very good, good. Yes, I, okay. I, I'm good. You're I, good. I do love it. I do enjoy it. This is really my first foray though into the summer trips or you know the trips and the trips basically outside ski season i always figured hey if i'm gonna go might as well go and enjoy skiing but um i tell you mm-hmm. i i really did enjoy it i'll, I'll I, i'm interested though to get uh since mark and steven love colorado and and visiting there as well and the tourism scene there interested what their kind of their highlight and low light is of colorado uh, and I'll and I'll probably start with Mark since he was just there about the same time I was. But interested in your highlight and lowlights, and then maybe I'll give mine after y'all get a chance to. Yeah, my highlight of going to Colorado. It, this is going to sound maybe old and trite and what have you, but it's just it's literally the mountains. Like as a flatlander, my entire life from Omaha to uh, Dallas to Houston, like. It, the highways and the byways and the, you know, the, uh, the mix master in Dallas to the, uh, you know, the I-45 overpass in Houston is the highest point in the towns in which I live. Literally the highlight to me is the mountains and then all the things associated with it. Um, my, my wife and I literally sat on the porch of the house that we stay in and just mm. read and cup of coffee and stare at the mountains because it, it, it's I, my thing is i wonder if people that are from there ever take it for granted and i don't mean like that in a bad mm. i mean do they ever just take it like oh yeah it's the mountains it's, oh yeah there's pike's peak oh yeah there's a 14er oh yeah there's you know that's there's a ski resort like do they ever just yeah. say me kind of like I'm, I, I'm trying to think of something equivalent here in houston like when people come from out of town they're like man have you been to yeah, barbecue or NASA. They're like, have you ever been to NASA? And I'm like, <laughs> no. 
You know, it's like it's just NASA. Mm. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I'm trying to think of an equivalent here in Houston. Maybe in Dallas it's it's I don't know. But it's like do they ever get tired of it? Do they ever just if it's so commonplace? Anyway, so for me it's the mountains and everything associated with it. My family and I, my daughter's wife and I love to hike. I mean, we probably hiked Oh gosh, a good 60, 75 miles, you know, and, and that doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot. I mean, we, we love it. We did a 14 er for the first time and that means 14,000 feet. So that was, that's the highlight. I mean, just the beauty, the scenery, uh, that that's amazing. Um, yeah. So in my low light, mm. uh, man, like I, I, it's for me. It's probably leaving, and that sounds terrible. But it's like mm. I, I just love it there, and I don't know if that's because I'm on vacation, and I probably, you know, you got the budget, and it's okay. You you go a little bit different. You go out to eat. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's different than living there, but it's like leaving was is always the low light for me, and and we we love it there so much, and we enjoy the mountains, and we've been all up and down the Rockies, but always leaving is the low light for me. Yeah, yeah. Two, for asking, Mike. Yeah, two things there before I get Stephen. So I, I thought the same thing is that it's it's new, and it's fresh. You know, when, whenever you go out there, and I do wonder if at a certain point, if you went out there enough, if you lived there, mm-hmm. if you retired there, if it would, if it would become like second nature, no pun right. intended, and not be, <laughs> you know, not be exactly what it is when you just go out there. Um, yep. and travel yep. so not really yep. sure and secondly what's the difference between an uphill walk and a hike i love how people call it hiking like it's special i mean i think it's the vertical climb it's a vertical you know there a lot of the hikes we track how much we a distance BG. we yeah yeah so the vertical climb i mean some vertical of these things gain. Are vertical gain that's right um mm-hmm. I mean, we've done some that are pretty substantial. Like I said, that 14er, I, that was pretty cool. Um, but even non-14er, I mean, we've done a couple that are, you know, two, 3,000 ver- you know, feet vertical gain. I mean, you're, you're, you're changing okay. climates, you know? It's like uh, it's, you're going from, you know, 65 degrees to 50 degrees. You know, they say about every 1,000 – what is it, 1,000 feet, it's like 3.5 degrees. So, I mean, it gets okay. pretty substantially – cooler um anyway we yeah uphill walk that's one thing but climbing i mean the we were we were having to hold on to some rocks and mm. you know some scuffed knees and kind of i mean it's like yeah we're getting out there getting after it nice what about oh, you yeah. steven i mean the highlight of colorado has to just be you know if i had to summarize it because it's hard because there's so many highlights right it has to be just beauty Right. So same thing as Mark from flat, boring, hot, humid, you know, places I've lived forever to there. The beauty is just waking up, elevate, you know, seeing the mountains. Um, For me, it's also the beauty of the rivers. Love, love fly fishing, the beauty of hiking. Right. All of it. Uh, And and probably, uh, you know, top one is beauty of way better weather than what we live in. So. I mean, just all of it. I mean, I guess I can only the best way I can summarize it is beauty. Um, but yeah, because there's so many positives. For me, the low light is cost of real estate uh, mm, because all baby. the 
beautiful places mm-hmm. or a lot of the beautiful places that aren't uh, like hours and hours and hours from nowhere are like insanely expensive. Mm-hmm. And in some of these places, like, you know how you say, oh, if I hit the lottery once, well, some of these places, like, no, you need to hit the lottery like twice because it's so, I mean, because it's so yeah. crazy. So, yeah. um, yeah, so that for me is the low light because that is like the place I would uh, love to live, love to yeah. retire in. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah, financials will have to change a bit to make that uh, uh, doable. So that is Word. an extreme low light for me. <laughs> You better work on some sponsors here on the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for for me, that that's exactly what I what I wrote down. Stephen was the pure beauty of nature. That's exactly what I wrote down. And I, I was fortunate enough came came into Denver, then went immediately to Breck. And like I said, that was one of the only times I've been there outside of winter. Uh, I'd say that was it started off as like a fairy tale of just being there. Uh, lots of good eating. There's a little stream there. Um, right by Eric's. I don't know if you went to Clint Bagel, Mark, but that's like one of my favorite places. Delicious mm-hmm. there. Um, and then, you know, up the fairy tale a little more by going over to Vail uh, for the afternoon. That's like little Switzerland there. That was uh, just gorgeous. Um, and then went another couple hours out west to uh, to Palisade. Which, oh yeah, you know, nice. probably not yeah. a lot of people know that. Fairly close to Utah, starting to get yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah, Um, and some friends that that are out there, and uh, you know, it's it's interesting because it's it's known for its wines, and I'm not talking about the, you know like the kind of wines that you get where it's not really a wine region and they kind of suck. Like these are mm. these are legit wines, and it's you know it's sort of at the same latitude as like Napa. I was really impressed with the wines, a uh, ton of wineries out there, obviously with the backdrops of the, the mountains and the mesas. Uh, it was just gorgeous. It was actually peach season um, as well. So everything from peach beer to, to peach ice cream to peach cobbler, all that was just outstanding. Cool. Um, you know, low life for me, and, and this was a, this was, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's my lack of patience. You know, when I lived in Jersey, if you're trying to go 10 miles, that's 45 minutes. Four you know, hours. And, maybe six. And when you, when you live in Dallas or Houston, for the most part, as long as somebody hadn't dropped a Burke lounger off the back of a chair on 40 or back of a truck on 45, you know, 10 miles, nine minutes. Correct. And, and I, th- maybe I think that's the thing for me there is just I didn't even though I was on vacation, like I didn't have the patience for the mm. the slow roads and the switchbacks and having oh, yeah. to carve through the mountains and all that. So, uh, you know, maybe if I could learn to take it a little slower, take, you know, enjoy the moment, um, that wouldn't be such a low light. But for me, it just, just takes a little bit longer uh, to, to get out there and get around. But that's, that's not such a bad thing. Well worth it when you're in the beauty. Uh-huh. Yeah. One thing I did forget to mention is I'm actually uh, on location here in, in uh, the great city of West Lafayette, Indiana, on the banks of the Wabash. I uh, <laughs> got a chance to, to come up here and do a little bit of a uh, little bit of recruiting. Uh, mm. And uh, it's been absolutely magical. 
Um, unfortunately, the Boilers took it in the shorts uh, week one against Penn State. But uh, other than that, you know, the uh, campus is alive, and uh, this is a uh, – But they bounce back against their in-state rival of Indiana State. Indiana State, the State <laughs> University of Indiana. Yeah, they did uh, shellac them. But uh, pretty pretty magical place. I'm sure, you know, the school where everybody went has special meaning for them. This one does for me as well. So I'm going to enjoy another day here tomorrow. Nice. Uh, head over to the bookstore, get a little bit of memorabilia, and then uh, head back. Hmm. But uh, be- before we catch up on golf, I just uh, sh- I mentioned a couple things, and I'll, I'll let you all opine on, on either or both if you'd like. Uh, one is this is the... 21 year reunion of 9-11 uh last year was uh 20th of course this is 21 years kind of flown by um Mm -hmm. so if there's anything you you know you want to mention there or remember specifically about that i'm sure we all remember a lot about that including where we were when that happened and then also um the queen died last week so she uh i think elizabeth ii she's been there forever uh, forever. And so, um, you know, uh, England, one of those interesting places where they still have the the royalty and the monarchy and all that. And I don't exactly know how that fits in with the rest of what they do from a government perspective, but she was uh, certainly a, you know, renowned figurehead and uh, one of those uh, people from history, you know, that's, that's very significant. So uh, before we switch over to golf, anything you all want to mention? on uh, either one of those yeah i was really sad i mean with well let me start with the 9-11 right so i think for me you know when it comes to the first responders um that passed away and i think it's really cool today seeing some of a couple people i know who are now firemen they always do the 9-11 challenge with all the stairs and all that so i think it's a cool uh kind of memorial and memorandum for those that were lost um in the towers uh, so it was definitely cool to see today and even just kind of workout places, do special workouts on these days. So it was cool. Um, with the queen, I think, you know, my first thought was Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, can't believe, you know, the queen. Oh, just kidding. Sorry. Not Freddie Mercury. Um, wrong, wrong, no, that was, queen. wrong queen. Wrong queen. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, Easy mistake, I mean, I'm sure. Again, I, I think it, um, I mean, it, it's truly crazy, her reign, how long it's been. Um, you know, of course, there's a lot of questions with the monarch, um, you know, of, of what they really do. And, and one, <laughs> I would say one of the funniest memes, I'm not going to get into it, right? But one of the funniest memes I saw was a uh, man at 70, what's he, 70 something years old now gets his first job mm-hmm. as king, right? First time getting a job <laughs> at 70 something mm-hmm. years old, which again, it's just to show up to more parties and shake hands and kiss babies pretty much. But, um, well, he needs to get those uh, hands checked out. I don't know if you've seen his hands, but he's got something weird going on there. Go- Google ooh, that if you haven't ooh, seen I'll it have yet. To check those out. Well, they can't be as bad as Prince Andrews. Okay, anyways. Um, Whoa. I think... Okay, uh, but what I'm going to say is I love The Crown, the show The Crown. If you haven't watched it, great show. So season five comes out uh, in November. So I assume that season six will incorporate... Hmm. Um, the Queen's passing and will be a, an season interesting six. season. So, um, yeah, definitely a really okay. good show that talks about a lot of things that didn't make 
mainstream media with uh, everything that goes on in the monarchy and with the crown. So really cool. Recommend it. Oh, so it's well, like legit know, stuff. We yes, it's legit stories that come from like secure their security or their housekeepers, whatever. It's like kind of some of it is well known, but there's a lot of mm. hints at other things too, and show of that are not well known, but confirmed by inner circle <laughs> people, like that Clinton uh, Secret Service agent that wrote that book. Well, he's. Well, him and probably what sixty plus others have been whacked, right? Yeah, he's dead. Well, for I'm sure. just saying. It's, so it's insider information, similar yeah, to but, yeah, okay, yeah, but they're still living. That's oh, the difference okay. between Clinton and some of the okay. But anyways, but we we know Mark won't watch it because it's more than a twenty five. That's minute, a lot uh, of seasons. Sitcom. That's a, True. a six seasons. Good gosh. I mean, I yeah. know it's been around a long time, the monarch and the crown and what have you. Uh, Mike, you know, 9-11 to me, yes, I do remember vividly where I was, what I was doing. Um, and uh, my, like Stephen, my thing is this is all about the first responders. Those guys are heroes beyond all heroes. Um, and I, you know, period. They they are underpaid, probably underappreciated they go into harm's way when everybody else is running the other direction. Uh, I, I mean, I think that they are looked upon, unfortunately, as kind of second rate, which I just think is terrible from police to firemen to, to EMT, you name it. Those folks to me are the, the heroes of, of, yeah, the, the world. And I, 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 I have nothing but respect for those folks all the time of day can be given i mean i i read a lot of stories as i do every year i read more and more stories about what went on uh you know 9 11 2001 and you know there's conspiracy theories and there's the other stuff but there's sadly three thousand plus people lost their lives and a lot of other countless people were injured and so to me whatever was behind it however it started whatever there's heroes and i i am I'm amazed that there are, I mean, as human beings, that they train themselves to run into danger as opposed to away from it. And to me, that's just ultimate respect. And uh, that's what I'll teach my kids is that we respect those people. Um, yes, I hear you. There is always a bad apple, but uh, we will always respect first responders, police, firemen, EMTs, paramedics, everybody, uh, because they do a job that is oftentimes thankless. So... 9-11 always carries a special spot in my heart, um, unfortunately, because it happened, but also uh, it makes you appreciate all the people that uh, keep your community going. Um, as for the queen, I don't know. I mean, I get a little, there's a lot, lot going on there and the whole Harry and Meghan Markle and, and, and you got the, the, other prince and the princesses and there's like all kinds of them out there and whales and Star Wars, and like a lot like star wars and i gotta be honest i can't keep it all straight and i don't know who's doing what and when and what they do and how they do it and then there's a new prime minister over there and that prime minister is ushered in the new king and he's going to change his name i'm like this is a lot and then it's like <laughs> what do they do so anyway, maybe I need to go watch The Crown. I, I think one of my favorite crowns is uh, The Crown Royal in the purple bag. Uh, you know, <laughs> a, a, I believe she was on The Currency. 
on the, yeah. the loony. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's on, she's on, you know, in Canada and then Australia and other commonwealths and they've got islands and it's like, I, I, that's a lot. And I'm not, and to be clear here for all of our millions of listeners, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just saying it's a lot and I don't know how to keep it all straight. Um, and so that's a bit of a challenge. And like, what do they do as the royal family versus like the elected officials versus the bloodline versus Meghan Markle? Like it's, and she was on a, sh- uh, like she's an actress. So it's like, what, what do we do? Uh, so that's why I just default to Crown Royal in the purple bag. You know, let's just go with that. And may, I'll add the show to my list because you guys have made me add a list of TV shows, The Crown. But it's got a lot of seasons. So oof. fantastic. What's, anyway, what's the saying? Me. What's this? What's the saying? You got two leaders, you got no leaders, something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 For me, um, for me with 9 11, I think that, uh, you know, that just changed what I paid attention to. Um, I, you know, I was confused because it wasn't a traditional war, if you will. And I, and I didn't pay a lot of attention to like Desert Storm or Bosnia or some of these other things that we were engaged in um but i you know probably up to that point thought well a war is going to be like with clear sort of enemy lines and and some of these other things and that was that just changed everything you know the other thing too was that obviously changed security and um Mm -hmm. i think enemy of the state was a little bit of ahead its time there Mm -hmm. Um, but i i can remember at the old indianapolis airport being to walk you know able to walk all the way to the airport airport gate with right people, down. pick up people, oh, yeah. all that stuff, and obviously, um, all that changed probably for the good. Keep keep the plane safe. Um, That's fair. And then you know, with the Queen again, I mentioned at the beginning. I, I did. I don't understand it either. Like the hosts here, but um, thing I remember the most from that, and there's been a lot of heavy, heavy conspiracy undertones on from Stephen and and others on this podcast so far. And uh, but it was Diana and, and Diana's death. And I can remember being in school and uh, and her dying and her funeral being on there. It was almost like JFK's funeral. And uh, so if you're, you know, if mm. you're into conspiracies, if that's your thing, um, you know, there's there's definitely one there. And I and I'm assuming the crown probably that's on the, that's on the crown. Oh, yeah. really? Yes, so they know who, why she died. OK, um, they don't necessarily well, like show the, you know, the person that made the car swerve and the top, mm, but it's oh, okay. on there and there's some like, eh, you know, yeah, but it's on there. It's recognized as a questionable yeah. event I, that happened. I think so. Finally, Mark and I can agree. It's like the, the, the fifth Bigfoot documentary where I got to get this, you know, episode six and I still haven't found Bigfoot. Bingo. That's BS. Yes. Yeah, you don't That's need to correct. watch that. Like, These are a little bit different. Okay. Oh, you know, you can't go. talk about crown, queen, monarchy things and Bigfoot. Like, again, conspiracy theories are all kind of together, but uh, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. A little different. Oh, okay. All right. Highly Very good. Enjoyed it. Let's move on to this week in golf. So uh, we where we left last left off was I was trying to figure out where everybody was going to come in for the tour championship and how many uh, how many strokes they all got um, going into that. <laughs> so um, so that has since wrapped up your. Uh, I guess you would say your your tour champion 
for the year, the FedEx Cup champion was Rory McIlroy. So he uh, he comes back from behind to win. I think I think Scheffler came in mm-hmm. with with a, yep. a ten stroke lead. Ten stroke lead. Correct. Ten stroke. Well, over the last four guys, five guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then he and I think he was in good shape after the third round, and then he crapped his bed. It. He was yeah. in great shape after the middle of the fourth round. Yeah. And <laughs> but hey, you know, speaking of conspiracy theories, there is a conspiracy theory oh. that Scotty was paid to blow it because oh. Rory McElroy is the tour's golden boy and they needed more Rory Hoorah to, <laughs> you know, go against Liv. So there's the conspiracy Rory that Scotty got Hoorah. paid. You know, uh, just the whole Rory Golden boy, and he's the, yeah. he's the the warrior going up against Liv and and Greg Norman and mm. all this sort of stuff. So maybe you know Scotty on the back nine making the turn got a little like, okay, hey, we'll we'll cut you a couple mil if you just uh, blow it. Got it. it. Here, yeah, because that really seems like do. in character for Scotty Chef. I don't know. I'm just yeah. saying it's out well, there. Well, nobody knows him. about. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do, Scotty. You blow it on the back nine, then we will put you on college game day and yeah. give you the, the Jack Nicholas player of the year award, yeah. which now comes with, there you go. I don't know, five, six million dollars. So everybody wins except for Cam, mm. um, yeah. who, uh, who did not win player of the year. So I, you know, I Shocking. didn't, I didn't look at, at performance in all of the tournaments, such as like top tens or total, uh, money earnings for the year, but S- Scotty had obviously had the Masters, and then he had two other sort of mm-hmm. nondescript wins. Cam had the British and the players and, and the, the players. players. Yep, yep. So I think you know, Scotty I, still should take it because I think Scotty's year on tour, so the 20, 21, 22 year, I think he had the most money ever made in a tour season. So like correct. that does correlate. Okay to wins the position so to me like regardless maybe you know cameron has two bigger wins in total but i think scotty's entire portfolio the entire season does mm. i mean to me it aligns yeah, i would probably shocked if there's anybody else probably some of the ones at the end where monahan's like we better bump these purses so that scotty mm-hmm. makes a lot mm-hmm. a lot more than Oh, we found more money in the couch. Yeah, more money. I found more money. But uh, one of the funny things I saw was that, so believe it or not, I think Cam lives like pretty close to Sawgrass. And so he had, uh, since he won the players, he had a a spot there that had a sign that was like, you know, parking for him. And uh, Monaghan went ahead and said, no, let's go ahead and, get rid of that sign and now there's a sign there that says for uh, PGA tour players only. So uh get it's getting a little it's getting a, a little, little chippy. Little chippy. And, uh, yeah. You know, I think I think Monahan's like, well, if you know if Normie's going to make it up as he goes, then uh, we'll start making it up as we go as well and so it's like, well, Cam, you you didn't win and um you know, sorry you didn't get the votes and uh you know, who knows who voted and what the criteria was, but uh, mm-hmm. Scotty ends up taking that. So, uh, you know, the, course- uh, the tournaments that uh, Scotty won this year, uh, Stephen? Uh, I couldn't Steve. name them. Um, okay. 
right, you got the Masters. Genesis. Genesis. Uh, he won the Arnie Palmer. Yeah, Bay Hill. And then uh, Phoenix Open in a playoff. Oh, okay, mm. that's right. He so missed a few. Kind of... He missed a few funky cuts that I would have. I'm a little shocked at, but uh, yeah, whatever. I, I those, still those think are, you're right. Those are kind of gimmicky courses. Um, but uh, if we switch over to live for a second, so obviously oh, yeah. Cam, Cam, and several others. I think Varner, if you're keeping track, uh, went over. Mm -hmm. Cam goes over to live for a uh, hundred large. Uh, that's a hundred million, Stephen. Um, <laughs> and Believe it or not, Liv is now back on the ESPN website, so you can go out it's there and, oh, uh, yeah. and and take a look at one of those. So so they're back. Uh, Liv Boston, I think DJ and whatever team, the Marauders or, I don't know, whatever team he's on, they, they end up the winning four that. Aces. Isn't it four the four aces. aces? Four Aces, that's right. The four Aces. So uh, they end up winning in Liv Boston, and then I don't know where – where their next tournament is, I can't really keep track. Um, did either one of you watch any of the Live Boston? I, I didn't happen to stream it, so not a single second. Um, not a second. No, it's just, it's mostly because they don't have a TV network. Like if it was truly yeah. on TV, I would at least like at night watch a recap or do something. But I am not one that's going to go like pull up a computer, or pull up my iPad to watch golf. I just won't. You you know what's funny is uh, we were talking about last on the last pod all the changes to the NFL, and uh, so now on Thursdays it's like these bars got to figure out a way to stream Amazon onto the TVs. So it's it's, it's actually on MS NBC though. That's why I'm a little confused. So it's yeah. NBC no, the, and Amazon. The first one of the year for some reason it was Wait, I don't know it was it, like a. Passing oh, of the torch. Yeah, that's right. It so was, going yes, that's forward, right. it's only Amazon. Only Amazon, correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm just. Mike. I assume I can use my Amazon TV, and it'll be on there. So, okay. Well, Prime you, TV yeah. or whatever, right? You have to have Prime. You have to have Prime. I, I think you. Yeah, yeah. you can. Prime TV, right? You can, but what's the mucky duck gonna do? And you know, Donnie's well, some, on I'm the sure corner. Some Come mucky on. duck employees got Prime, right? Yeah. Well, they got to figure <laughs> out a way to stream it. They got to. Upgrade their infrastructure. You know, Michael's ain't chilling out for that. So, mm -hmm. anyway, we'll figure it out. Uh, well, Mike, Mike, here's uh, Liv. This week is in Chicago. Ooh. At the Rich Harvest Farms. Wait, they got another tournament? The Liv Golf a, Invitational Chicago. Is that a Mario Kart course? September 16th through 18th. You should stick around with an on-location, on-location at the Liv event. It's in five days. They start, I mean, don't they start on like Tuesdays? You should be fine. <laughs> I disagree. Yeah, reverse, reverse then we won't get to see Mike here in Houston. So we oh, don't. Oh, that's fair. Okay, never mind, Mike. You got to come on down. Sorry, pal. Well, no, that's okay. We'll catch the Houston one at Gus Wortham or something when it yes. comes into town. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll let you all know. So we got Chicago in September. They're going to Bangkok in October. And then Jeddah, which is in Saudi Arabia, in uh, the week after. So Bangkok to Saudi Arabia, that's not an easy uh, time zone difference, just mm -hmm. speaking from some experience. And then they'll close it out in October, at the end of October, in Miami. Uh, not Ohio, but Florida. So we got Chicago, 
Bangkok, Jeddah, Miami. All right. And then uh, in one of life's little ironies, uh, the uh, the DP World Tour <laughs> uh, gets shortened to 54 holes because of the Queen's death. So I think the Queen died. I think they stopped play. And uh, that was the, the BMW. This is confusing as hell. The BMW PGA, PGA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're calling it the BMW PGA after the BMW was already played before the tour championship. Correct. They got the DP world. So any, and the Ooh. live guys who are qualified can play in this thing. So I, it's just confusing as hell. Uh, but Shane Lowry, uh, Shane ends Lowry. Up winning. he wards off a couple of live bad boys from, uh, I don't know, the, uh, the uh, I don't know the outlaws Gooch and Reed whatever teams they're on, um, so they uh, they can't get it done and so yeah uh, Lowry ends up winning I think McElroy was up there too but they, I guess they didn't do yep. the home cooking yeah they didn't get the home cooking yeah. for him to just win everything that's associated yeah. with the tour um, but uh, Irishman Lowry ends up winning so uh, so that's an interesting one because Liv is still still playing in that. But you know uh, where the live guys aren't allowed to play. Well, that's the uh, the President's Cup, uh, which is which is coming up this weekend. So uh, we can talk about what sort of sham this has become. Um, but a little bit of history on the President's Cup. So President's Cup started in 1994. Uh, it's the, if you will, it's the analog to the team events. Uh, for the to the Ryder Cup, except for with the Ryder Cup, it's uh, Europe versus the U.S. And uh, for the President's Cup, that's the rest of the uh, countries outside the U.S. versus the U.S. So they they like to refer to them as the the internet internationals. Uh, so the only time the internationals have won is in 1998. Um, I, I tried to do a little bit of research to understand what happened there that the U S actually got shellacked. I think it was like 19 to 11 or something. I think mm. maybe Nicholas was the captain. I think, oh, no. uh, I think tiger and Phil were maybe on that team. Mm. And it was, I think it was at Royal Melbourne. So I don't know if, mm. I don't know, like if L's and Nick Price and some of these other guys just show up, showed up and thumped them. But, uh, that's, that's the only loss um that the u.s has had so far so it's pretty much uh one-sided every year uh the one this week is going to be at quail hollow oh it's the, this Charlotte. week next yeah. week oh man sorry next week this week yeah the 23rd oh, 4th 5th oh okay Apologies. well i guess that honestly shows you how little <laughs> i care about the president's cup i don't Come even know on. when the heck it is i don't even know when it is sorry mike i didn't mean to interrupt no, no. Thanks for uh, thanks for I, setting me straight. I don't know why I thought it was this weekend, but I guess it's not. I mean, but it's yeah, up. no. It's the next point, week. Point there's taken. It's later in the month. Um, but yeah, it's it's at Quail Hollow in Charlotte. I don't know why this course is a darling for the tour. It's uh, it's kind of the same with like um, East Lake, you know, or some of these other places mm-hmm. where they play and just doesn't see, but. I'll be I'll at least be watching to see if if Quail Lake is 
or Quail Hollow is a good uh, host for this sort of team event. If you know it looks nice this time of year, or something to that effect. Um, so uh, you know, and of course, as I mentioned just a minute ago, the live guys do not get to play in this event because you know, unlike the the Ryder Cup, which is not you know hosted or organized or run by by the PGA Tour, uh, the President's Cup is in some effect. And so they've, so they're not allowing any of the lift guys. So, um, Immelman had to scramble a little bit. He's the, uh, he's the captain for the internationals. He, had, I think he actually had to double the number of captain's picks that he had in order to, in order to fill the squad. Oh. So, um, I would tell, I'm going to read off. So I'm going to read off some names here that I think you've heard of. And then I'm going to read off some names that you, I think you haven't. Uh, so let me know if you, if you haven't heard of any of these names, Hideki, Sung J.M., Adam Scott, Siwoo Kim, K.H. Lee, Cam Davis. Have you heard of all of the, any of those you haven't heard of? Heard of them all. Heard of them all. Maybe Cam Davis, because was he the one that was like messing up Cam Smith's announcement Cam, or something? Oh, Cam Davis. Cam, yeah. yeah. I think Cam Davis won the He's Rocket won, Mortgage yeah. last yeah. year, if I'm mm, not mistaken. Right. At the yeah. Classic. The Rocket Mortgage Classic. Yes, classic. The classic five-year-old tournament. Great company. Great classic <laughs> tournament. Can't say enough. Better mortgages. Oh, um, all right. Now tell me if you actually have heard of any of these names. And let me get through them first. Tom Kim, not to be confused with Tom Kite. Corey Connors, uh, not Corey Connors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heard. Mito Pereira. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was He's the guy the who uh, was doing last well hole. at uh, Southern yeah. Hills. Last hole. Texas Tech. Oh, yeah. PGA. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, to hit that drive. Oh, baby. Chilean. Ooh. What's he, Chilean, Argentinian, yeah. or something like I don't that? Know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch South his America. first drive at the President's Cup, though. It's gonna be a doozy. Uh, Joaquin Neiman and him are from the same. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Chile. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, Taylor Pendrith? Yep, heard of him. Canadian. I've heard the name, but I could not pick him out of a lineup. He was contending. Uh, was Canadian. In one of the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Canadian. Yeah. Okay. All okay. right. I kind of know. Sebastian Munoz. Oh yeah, yeah Sebastian. Come on. He went okay. to North Texas. Okay. What about mm-hmm. this one? Christian Bezundenhout. South African. Mm. Yep. I've heard of his. Yeah. He's led he's been Bezundenhout. leading in tournaments before. I don't know if he's ever won anything, but I've heard of his name. Yeah, I've seen the name well, on a leaderboard. He's got a really cool story that I encourage you to go Google about what okay. uh why how he's where he is. You should look that up. Well, thank you for making um, the pod and the and the listeners and doing them proud because you, oh, you yeah. knew all the players. So that, that shows that we're a legitimate golf podcast here. Um, <laughs> so then the U.S. has, uh, despite not having, you know, some of the stalwarts like uh, Kupka and uh, DeChambeau uh, and some of the other, Reed, some of the other guys. Uh, they, so they still have Cantlay, uh, Sam Burns, not to be confused with the uh, grandson of Arnold Palmer, Sam Saunders, <laughs> uh, Justin Thomas, Never Scotty Shuffler, Who? yeah, 
Player of the Year, Jack Nicholas Player of the Year, Scotty Scheffler, uh, Xander Schauffele, Tony Finau, Cam Young. Uh, that's going to be Steven's favorite. So mm-hmm. he's going to get his feet wet uh, in the President's Cup for the Ryder Cup, hopefully. Uh, Mark's favorite, Billy Horschel. Oh, yeah. Colin Hello. Morikawa. Oh, yeah. Kevin Kisner. Late ad. Late ad. Uh, he's a, I don't know. He's a little bit of a loose cannon. We'll see if he's any good. Um, and team player under the pressure. I think he'll be okay because this is a cupcake match, but um, Jordan Spieth and then Max Homa. So, you know, actually still a, (laughs) still a pretty good team, still a pretty, pretty damn strong team. Um, So I was originally thinking, you know, might be, might be a bit of crap, but um, I think, you know, I think it'll be pretty good. It's kind of nice to see, uh, you know, old man Adam Scott there. That'll be cool to see him there kind of mentoring. And then some of these others, mm-hmm. you know, Hideki's obviously got some pedigree. Um, so I I think it'll be, you know, I, I'm going to watch. I, uh, like I said, uh, interested to see Quill Hollow as well. And just to see um, how the live stuff continues to play out. Because, you know, it what there's a saying, it's, uh, you know, no news is bad news. No controversy is bad. And I mean, this thing, just like with, with them taking away Cam Smith's uh, parking spot at, at Sawgrass and everything, like they're, they're, <clears> using, <throat> they're playing, they're playing it up and they're keeping it going and they're using it mm-hmm. to their advantage to bring viewers. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll be talking about it on the broadcast. Anything else on the, on the president's cup guys, hopefully you're going to watch a little, Gonna watch. Uh, yeah, I always like the team competitions. Gonna watch Quail Hollow. I'm kind of with you. It's like, man, this is maybe they're making it a little bit bigger than it is, but whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna watch. It's gonna be interesting to see. Some of those guys are very untested in team golf, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Gotta play. Yeah. I was um, you know what before we started and I was I was feeling a little Sort of dis- disappointed and, and disenchanted just with golf. Uh, oh. But, you know, talking talking through the rosters, like I, I think, okay, it's still still halfway decent, um, you know, whether it's a blowout or not. I, I think that could happen whether the, mm. the live guys are, are playing or not. But uh, I think the, the Ryder Cup, right, is going to be really where we where we figure out how much live is, is destroying oh, yeah. some of these – some of these um, – you know, things that we've just come to expect to be uh, an awesome mm-hmm. part of the game. So a uh, couple other things to mention before we round out this week in golf. So uh, Tiger and Rory go into new, uh, uh, some sort of new business venture uh, mm-hmm. with vir- virtual golf leagues and other things like that. And I think Tiger's actually going to be playing in one of the events. So if you haven't had a, a chance to check that out and, or, you know, go buy his PGA, uh, 2023 golf game or whatever that he made as well um go check that out and then uh in in your well actually my backyard but also you you boys are from dallas uh, apparently the pga of america uh just launched their new headquarters in frisco texas oh yeah, yeah. looks really nice yeah, looks awesome man i didn't i didn't even know they were building that but uh oh yeah Two it's courses a, up there, and already one of them, or maybe even both of them, are slotted in the PGA Championship road yep. up. 
yep. in the next uh, 27, know, eight, 10 years. Yeah, not to be, I mean, that Frisco area is just, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys, you got TPC Craig Ranch. I mean, goodness, you got a lot going on up there, golf wise, sporting wise. I mean, it's just, uh, it's a, it is a destination, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, twenty seven. I guess uh, yep. Stephen is when it'll when the PGA will be there. So I, I don't know if that means the courses are done or if they're going to be building them. But uh, they're very close to be. At least one okay. of them is very close to being done. And I've seen some pictures. And it, I'm trying not to judge too early because I know it's not fully grown in and won't be mm-hmm. what it's like in even a year. But um, I'm going to hold judgment for now. So we'll we'll come back to my thoughts on that course. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you both need to start efforting uh, tea times. Yeah, we'll there. work on it. We'll work on it. I know yeah. you can make that work. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a that's a lot. Let's move on to some booze. Uh, <laughs> on to everybody's favorite segment, the old drink review. So let's start with the old man. What do you got for us this week? In the I'm going to say he's got domestics? a got a real nice one. You got a real boys, treat. I, boys, I got a real treat for you today. Oh, uh, I feel like I was, you know, put in a corner with the domestics until you guys revived, <laughs> until you revived my understanding of domestic beer and you allowed me to leverage old breweries in the United States and pull on their various offerings. And since it is September, we all know what that means. Oktoberfest, because that makes sense. Um, I went, I, I had, I actually had one queued up for two weeks ago when we were going to do, you know, one of you guys on location, but I ended up drinking it. Um, and I didn't, <laughs> we weren't on the pod. Uh, that was the Yingling Oktoberfest. But today, gentlemen, I have got the limited edition limited release samuel adams oktoberfest oh baby i've not done a sam adams just the boston lager that could come Mm. but i'm going with the sam adams oktoberfest for all our viewers i'm showing this showing it on the camera here uh i'm a huge so first of all i'm a huge fan of oktoberfests i love the the flavor profile i like the it's a little bit heartier. I like the um, the aftertaste to me just screams fall. But when I saw, and I truly, I, I sought this out because I knew Sam Adams had one, but they had not released it widely. So I got the last sixer at uh, my local market. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the guy even told me when I found it, he's like, dude, a lot of people have been looking for this. Anyway, um, and I've tried a couple other Oktoberfest, but this one to me is... The bee's knees, if you will. This is the five. This is the five. Mm. Let me repeat. The five out of five lawnmowers. Uh, Mm. I really, really like this. Some of these have a little bit. Some Oktoberfest, how do I describe it? Some of them have a little acidic aftertaste. And maybe I'm, I'm, again, that's my words. And I I, I welcome any beer aficionados to, to help me out there. But this one does not. This one has a a very great aftertaste, a good taste, a foretaste, if you will. But the aftertaste to me doesn't sit around and feel nasty. This one is great. 
Um, I love the flavor. Love what Sam Adams does. I, again, I have not had their Boston Lager. That will be on the pod at one point in time. One of my favorite beers. Mm. But man, the Sam Adams Oktoberfest, fantastic. Five out of five. This is the putting green, no harm to your blades, <laughs> full deal. Five out of five. Love it. And I, you know, and again, a, a bonus. I'm also enjoying because I got somebody got me the St. Arnold's Oktoberfest. Just showing it to my video viewers here. It, it's good. St. Arnold's, good. Sam Adams, fantastic. Like, it's a mm. five out of five. So, anyway, love me some Sam Adams. They do good stuff with beer. But this Oktoberfest limited release, as they like to say, even the, the, the bottle itself says hearty and smooth. I totally agree. It lets you know that it's a full-body beer, and it doesn't taste bad after you take yeah. a sip. Anyway. Love me some Oktoberfest. Love this time of year. Everything's changing. Anyway, that's me. Totally agree. I yeah, agree agree with everything you said there. The one thing I did, um, I, you know, I'm I'm glad that you're alive because Thank uh, you. apparently Miller uh, discontinued highlights <laughs> in 2021. I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. I thought of that too. I heard that, and I'm like, I'm glad I didn't die. I thought the same thing. So I do we think that, that's I drink that beer. So yeah. do you think? I guess my question is, like, again, I know probably whatever Mark had was well expired, right? Beer doesn't have oh yeah, life. spoiled. But do we think that Mark would have liked it if it would have not been spoiled, or do we think it would have been the same? Outcome? Not a chance. I have a good buddy. I won't name him on here. He used to drink High Life like it was just, you know, his hobby. And I told him, I said, you're a mess. I said, that was the worst tasting beer I've ever had in my life. I literally would have rather licked the bottom of my shoe. And he looked at me funny like, man, it's not that. He's like, I get it. It's cheap, but it's not that bad. I said, this thing was terrible. Like it wasn't, I didn't drink the whole thing. I had like three sips and I thought I was going to die. And I read that story and I thought the same thing. I'm like, I drank beer that should have been thrown away. Yeah. Yeah. Trina. That's, I think shortly after that, Trina, her name got removed yeah. from yeah. the freaking door. Well, yeah. Okay. Saying. Well, <laughs> I don't know that we'll ever get another chance for you to have a fresh high life, but that, Not gonna uh, happen. that, that was pretty damn funny. And we've got it recorded forever <laughs> here on weekend at Berkman's. So it's, it's pretty good. <sighs> All right. Bourbon Hunter, what kind, what sort of uh, Kentucky windage do you got for us this week? Well, guys, I'm going <laughs> to switch it up. So I got a treat. It's something different. Uh -oh. All right. So so let me let me kind of just start this off with my category. While I you know I am you know the oh, nickname Bourbon here Hunter. We go. No 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 no. While I'm the nickname Bourbon Hunter, my category on the agenda is liquor. So I get the whole entire liquor store accepted to my liking, right? Allowed. So um, I a couple weeks ago, uh, for all of you um, uh, drinkers, if you missed it, you missed out. Uh, Twin Liquors twice a year does a dollar sale, which is it's their base price, their break-even cost, plus $1 on all their bottles. Um, and so I, of course, uh, utilize the twice yearly sale to kind of stock up on some of my standard drinkers and then even potentially try something new out because, well, I'm getting it at a discount. So that's what I'm going to go with here. So 
I I was in there, got a couple bourbons, got a tequila, and and I was talking to this one guy in you know that worked at the store, and then this guy that came in, he started just raking some of these tequilas off the shelf, right? He was absolutely buying all these top shelf tequilas. So I go, all right. So I kind of picked this guy's brain for a second and he knows I like whiskey because um, he saw me with have the whiskey in the cart. And so he knew I kind of like something that had, you know, maybe a little mm-hmm. more smoky and oaky and recommended a mezcal. <laughs> so this was my first time. I always known about mezcals and I've, I've been wanting to try them because again, mezcals got the little more smoke to them than, uh, you know, just another something to try with smokiness. So he recommends this one, and I trust him that it was like phenomenal because he bought there were five bottles left. He bought four of them. Oh wow! And I, he goes, if you want this last one, I'll let you have it. If not, I'm going to buy all five. And I was like, all right, <laughs> I'll trust you, right? Wow, I'll trust you if you're buying four other bottles of this stuff. So, um, all right, where do I start? Um. It has the undertones of just standard tequila. All right, so let me say the name here. This is Ray Camparo uh, Joven Mezcal Artisanal. Yeah. Right? So a little bit of Spanish in there. Gave a little Tex-Mex flavor to, to my Spanish. But it's uh, <laughs> Mezcal Artisanal. Right? Okay. Okay, so it has the undertones of tequila, right? You know, you can tell that the baseline is a tequila agave base to this, right? But this is where things go a little bit crazy. It's, it's got an interesting note. So as soon as I popped the cap on this, you know, a week or two ago, mm. I, I said, I, I could tell it was different, right? It's not your standard tequila, but where it really hits you and just every sensory that you have, is it tastes like tequila that got filtered through an ashtray oh, from gosh. like your that oh. like from your local <laughs> dive bar where they're they're ripping Pall Malls and Marlboros yeah. or your it, or your Cutlass Sierra exactly in and the maybe some Virginia in Slims door. in there nice maybe some Virginia Slims I mean it. Um, I think it's going to take me a long time to even finish half this bottle. Like I really have had to let this soak on the ice block. I've, I've thrown a lime in there. Here's an idea. Really? It's, it's going to be great when I have new people over and I'm like, Hey, (laughs) want to try something new and just get them to try something. Cause, um, (laughs) so I had a full glass. I I, I was like, all right, I'm going to really give this a try. Maybe I need to let it breathe. I, by the time I was done with it, I felt when I was breathing, like I felt like I had just left that dive bar and had half a pack of Pall Malls. And, and, uh, so it's, it's unique. Um, I think this might be my one and only dip into the Mezcal, uh, realm, or maybe I'll try a shot of something before I buy it next time. Cause this was not a cheap bottle. This is the High end mezcal, so I'm not sure I want to try a low end. So, Man. um, yeah, so, um, excited to try this with you guys when you come. Two, uh, yeah, two ideas. So, okay. one, go, go ahead and bring that to the restaurant on Saturday. We'll take oh. some shots in the parking lot. 
You better uh, believe it. Like yeah, college. but I, I love it. I don't know, like how what? long Mescal's been in the zeitgeist, but it's like, it, you, I knew about tequila, and then I felt like Mescal was like a, you know, a riff on it just to create a different market. Mm-hmm. But apparently, apparently, people like it in margaritas. Like, a, like yeah. That, that, yeah. that's what you should do. Give it a try. That's my in there, thing. Even if it's yeah, I need to do that. I'll try that in there because it's gotten really, really popular. Right, like tequila as a whole is getting more popular, but mezcal is getting really popular. It's a little bit different. It's it's got based on their refinement of the agave plants. It's it brings in that oaky smoky. And like to me, I'm like that gets me excited. But this. So yeah, mm-hmm. I will I will report back when I do try it in a margarita and excited to rip some shots in the parking lot <laughs> yeah. or parking garage with you guys on Saturday. Yeah. This will be fun. Man, like you got like I uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I got so many questions. I'll hold, I'll hold till Saturday. Yeah. That's just that's just wrong, man. Like that just Yeah. Mm. I, I want to okay. find the guy who who recommended this? Yeah, and be like, "Hey, true. I got two thirds of a bottle. Yeah, and I'll sell it to you at a really good price." Half price. <laughs> yes. Is there any chance that he had a carton of Marlboros in his <laughs> no in his thing too? Well, here's the thing: he was buying so like of the tequilas, <sighs> he was he had he had twelve or fourteen bottles in his cart of tequilas that were like. The Añejo, Añejo, like they were a hundred plus dollar bottles. Some of these are hundred fifty. He was throwing down some uh, some big ones. Uh, what what's my what's my word? Uh, large. Larges. He was large. Down some, some one large larges, man. One large there. So wow. yeah, he was going to have a bill, and that was before he had gone into oh, the yeah. other section. So Jeez. he had twelve to fourteen bottles in there before he hit the other aisles that man. were not tequila. So you should have. Uh, Noted that and said, I'm not following any of his recommendations. Well, I mean, yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. I'm like this kind of a guy who he's he knows the higher end stuff. He knows what to spend money on. Like, mm. so I trust him that this guy's an alcoholic and maybe <laughs> he knows the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> or may, so. Maybe he maybe he works for them and he just looks yeah. for like unsuspecting no, you just got people in the taken. liquor store. They're like, no, we got to no, unload this mezcal no, stuff. Let's find the shortage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sheesh. I, yeah, I'm sure that that uh, Ms. Cal too makes its way through Kentucky as part of the logistics and supply yeah. chain on that. Through Kentucky, via Mexico, irony. Arizona, yeah, up through Virginia mm-hmm. slims. Yeah, it, yeah. Oh. Tobacco Road. <laughs> tobacco <laughs> Road. That's where it goes to the filtering process. Yeah, straight through the yeah, straight through the cigarette oh, butts man. into the bottle. Well, I um, yeah, thank, thanks, Stephen. Oh. Um, oh, thank you. So I did, <laughs> I did not uh, live up to my duties as a host here like Stephen did when he was in Detroit. Mm. You remember he went Detroit. I don't think he went across the border, but he got a Labatt and uh, oh, yeah. actually put himself in harm's way and brought it significantly in harm's way. Yeah, he's missing some so I did, I, as a result. Didn't do that. I probably, you know, now in in hindsight, I probably should have got something out of uh, I think it's like Three Floyd's Brewery. Mm. Uh, brewery is a pretty good one here in Indiana, up this way in the region. 
they got a, gum, a gumball, I think is an IPA that's that's pretty uh, famous, or maybe Bell's from Michigan or something. But I didn't. But I did uh, earlier go to a establishment here called Harry's Chocolate Shop, um, which has been here forever and is such named because during Prohibition they didn't want people to know that it was it was a bar, um, and it's mm. it's still a bar here. It's one of those places that on a a Thursday or a Friday or a Saturday, you can't even get in and you can't mm. move when you do get in and you don't want to know what's on the floors and you don't, you know, go number two in the John. Like it's one of those Ooh, kind of places. Baby. Um, but I did go and on draft there. So let so before I say that, so I was at my my parents this weekend down in uh south of Indianapolis, beautiful, you know, farmland area. And uh my pops had a couple of uh Samuel Adams Oktoberfest, nice and cold. I knew so I loved Big I, Mike. I Big Mike is my hero. Yeah. yeah. Big Mike, little Mike. Um, so be, before I got, I'd say before I took my craft game to another level, Oktoberfest from Sam Adams is really my go-to. It, it is extremely it's, quaffable oh. when it comes to Oktoberfest. And, you know, the thing for me is why mess with success? You know, I go for all these other crafts and all these other, y- Yingling's pretty good. But if you remember that other Oktoberfest I reviewed, I said it was like, you know, drinking a smoothie of dates. Like it was just, mm. it didn't have the carbonation. It was too no sweet. Bueno. So then I go to Harry's and no? they have, they have it on draft. So you oh, couple man. the draft with, a you know, a little bit of football, a little bit of greasy food, a little nostalgia. And I mean, it, it is absolutely delicious. And so mm. I, um, you know, it was one of these weird things where it's like somehow my subconscious made its way out to the internet and, and somebody wrote a review, which is exactly what I would have wrote about it. So mm. I'll, I'll, I'll write this in, in lieu of actually doing the review. I'll, I'll read this to you. So quote here is might be my favorite beer. I get excited for it every year. Smells of wheat with a slightly sweet malt pours an amber color with a nice firm head. Has a good, solid, full-bodied, malty, and bready taste. Simply yet strong and hearty. It just screams fall. The weather is cooler. The colors of fall are in full swing. It just screams fall to me, which is my favorite time of year. Same for me. Maybe Christmas, too. It mm. might not be the most complex flavor, but being a Marzen, it's not supposed to be. It's simple yet sturdy. makes me think of Bingo. light rain on freshly fallen leaves, which it rained all day today. It was lovely. Had the windows open while watching football. is just incredible. Mm. Uh, nice sort of background ambient noise. Put your jacket, put on your jacket, sit out on the deck or porch if you have one. Enjoy this beer on a rainy fall day. Just makes me feel at peace when I do. I totally agree with everything there. I'd add that the carbonation is on point and it's extreme. Like if we if we had time while I was there this weekend, we we could drink a twenty four pack. It's just it's it's really good stuff. And uh, if you for some reason if you haven't tried or you don't like Oktoberfests. Give that one a try. I think uh, I think you'll like it. You might uh, make your way into that that new category for you. Wow. Have you had it? Not. I mean, have you had it in a bottle or a can? I mean, bottle. Okay. Yeah, my dad. My dad had it in bottles, and it was it was fine. It's great. Like okay. it. It's one of those where you don't have to worry about it getting too warm because you drink it fast because it's good. If that makes I sense. I have actually asked, um, and 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 truly asked. My wife, uh, who, again, married way up, if she sees this out in public, I mean, buy it. Like, I, yeah. I want this stored year round. 
Like it's that good. Uh, yeah. Then we'll have another high life uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. situation where you're. I, I have a feeling this shelf, the shelf life of this, will be better than the Miller High Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually have Agreed. instructed my kids to use that to wash the windows. Yeah. You know the. <laughs> You know, the last time I did something like that, I got them to put uh, Mardi Gras coffee on the shelves all year. So maybe, maybe oh, I can make a change. Yeah. Use Man. the influence of the pod to I get think, oxygen. I think it's all about you know managing the demand. I mean, they they keep it scarce on purpose. Mm. Yeah, just like the the mescal that Stephen bought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, <laughs> tell you what, that's a good one. That makes me happy. Uh, and I and obviously I'm getting a little bit of a preview of fall. Uh, before you all are by by being up here north. So yeah, just perfect beer for the fall. Mm. All right, just a quick reconnect on uh balls and net. I know we've got we got football, American football to get to, but balls and net. So uh quick mention on Man United. They are they are back. They're back from the grave. Uh last time we did a pod, they were in dead last uh on the verge of relegation. And they have now reeled off uh, four straight wins in the Premier League, so they are now number five in the tables out of. Uh, That's out of how 20, you get it done. Yeah, That's twenty squads. Get it done, including big ones, as Stephen would say, big ones against uh, <laughs> Liverpool and Arsenal. So Arsenal was number one at the time. Man, you took them down. So, uh, little lesson there. Don't don't count out a big one. Uh, they're back. They're now only three points back if you don't understand how it works it's a little bit like hockey where you get points in the standings as opposed to just straight win wins and uh, losses and draws a lot of draws in the premier league too um, but, uh, they are three points back so so maybe they're back in the in the season we'll see typically the way that it's been working in recent years with premier league is whoever's at the top generally stays there a lot like f1 but uh, we'll see if it shakes up a bit this year and, man, you can make a run. Um, funny thing to mention, though, about the Man U ownership. So Stephen had brought up LeBron. I had brought up the Glazers, uh, who are also the, the Bucks owners. So apparently there was some sort of protest before uh, one of the matches that, uh, that had happened since we've done a pod before. It's just it's hilarious to me how you've got this, you know, these Glazers that all the the – Real Man U fans, if you will, they think that the Glazers are a bunch of boobs, and it's like <laughs> it's just it's just hilarious yeah. that a a club with that kind of pedigree and history and that that meaning to the people over there are, are owned by uh, the Glazers. So we'll see whether or not they get ousted. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they got a stay of execution with the the way that Man U's been able to turn their season around for a bit. And then, unfortunately for our squads, uh, not doing so hot. Fulham is 10, yeah. uh, 10th in the tables. Uh, Born, Bournemouth is – that's Mark's team. 13. Keeping track. 13, but with oh, the yeah. worst goal, goal differential not in great. the league. Uh, and you have a, 13. a 9-0 game. Will, uh, it'll get you every <laughs> uh, and then uh, the worst – uh, well, second to worst in the league is uh, Nottingham. So Tricky Trees got something to figure out. Uh, they're now 19, 19 out of 20. Hey, at least we haven't lost 9-0. So we at least hey, we got that. That's true. That's, that's true. Hey, a quick no. kit update. They are now shipping. Bour- Bournemouth is now shipping internationally. And brr, they have adult sizes available. 
Uh, wow. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm so glad I've to actually, see they... I've placed an order. We'll see how long it takes to get to the United States. Did you really? Okay. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. then... I, I have a backup when... plan, too. Uh, I've got somebody <laughs> in the UK that said that she actually... Sorry. She or he lives close enough that she would be... Or he would be willing to drive over there to uh, get the kit for me if I place an order. Look at okay. That. Oh yeah. Okay. Friends but I placed an order. Countries. I fear that they're gonna say your international shipping we meant uh to France, not to the yeah. United States. <laughs> okay. Because well, I, like shipping locally was like five pounds, shipping internationally was six pounds. I fear they don't mean the United States. So we'll see if my order gets canceled. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Well, when but when I have we're to, I have a jer I have a kit I have a jersey on order. Um, good. I'm glad that they finally cleared out the Suez Canal. Whatever was going, whatever shit was stuck there. No. But when we're together, so Stephen, you and I are obligated. Then when we're together this weekend, you and I have to order something of of sort of equal See, value. The way my credit card works is, you know, the checking and the savings, and I, I don't know about the kids. Well, I promise I'll look into it. I can't promise I'll buy one. Okay. I bought one, but again, it could be refunded. We'll see what happens. I think they probably underestimated international shipping to the United States, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, thank, thank you, Mark. Thank you for... I, I stuck I with it. I want, totally I, redeemed. It, I think... I think they're going to be top 10 Premier League this year. Give them a shot. Don't worry. 50% plus. Look at that. Even uh, Cottagers and Tricky Trees play uh, e even odds at the moment. They uh, somehow, they, they play this Friday, I think about 2 p.m. local Houston time. Are you going to be able to sneak out? Probably. I think I can okay. make that work. Oh, I can. Okay. I've, already oh. Made, I've already, oh, I've already locked it in. The schedule's already blocked. Okay. Well, maybe we can uh, make our way over to some local watering hole and catch that at around 2 p.m. I'll uh, I'm in. see if I can sneak out of work early. Lovely. Oh, I'll, I'll send a note to your boss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, given that it is fall, we have a new segment that will add to the program. Oh. Uh, I like to call cowhide. Oh, uh, yeah. Because Originally, I was going to call it pigskin, but uh, mm. that's that's not appropriate for what a no. American football is actually made of these days. So we will go with cowhide. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's fall. That means it's time for college and pro football. And so it has is returned in, in full swing. Um, had both uh, this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. So... Um, Given that I was uh, that I was back home, uh, I got a chance to sit down and watch watch quite a bit of it. So I feel like I can uh, at least this week speak pretty well to what's going on in the world of football. Um, we did, uh, you know, I, I did kind of hype up the the Purdue uh, Penn State game that mm -hmm. they had opening week, mm -hmm. and of course there was some heartbreak there. You know, I had no visions of of Purdue really doing anything this season. Uh, they really haven't. I mean, they really haven't done anything since, you know, Breeze or, or Orton. It's It's been a long time. They're more of a basketball school at this point. But uh, <laughs> obviously, whenever, you're, whenever your home team loses, that's uh, that's heartbreak. So they've 
they've lost, but then as Mark mentioned, they absolutely shellacked uh, Indiana oh, State. Yeah. I think they put up 56 or something. So, um, so that's good. Yeah, nice, nice bounce back there. Um, I did want to highlight. I did want to highlight something, Stephen. So I, I hadn't really paid attention to all of the announcer pairings in college football, but I'm with you. Gus Johnson, terrible. Oh, like man. I putting that guy on mute. I'm just like, oh, my man. goodness. I know. That's my thing. Like I do appreciate from announcers genuine enthusiasm, right? Like when they genuinely can be excited for big plays, but not like over the top. I think he's trying to put his stamp on every single game mm. and it's just too much. Um, yeah. I really like Joel Klatt. That's the thing. Like I do yeah. like Joel Klatt. I agree. But Gus Johnson is just, I mean, if he's, he's at like a nine and a half, right. Every, like all times, if he could just like put it back to like seven, I think he would actually be like a decent announcer. It just, he's just a bit, over the top, and yes, Mike, totally agree. There's definitely times I'm like, oh, I'd mm-hmm. rather just mute yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I lo- I did like Clad. I found myself wanting there to be somebody else uh, paired up with him, but um, maybe it won't be it won't be every game with him that I want to watch. Uh, I I did get a chance to watch uh, probably the game that everybody was looking forward to, at least in our neck of the woods, Alabama, Texas. Um. The uh, it's just it was it was pretty comical. Uh, mm. You know, you got Saban on the sideline there with just some of the. I, I don't know how you make millions and millions of dollars and you have hair that bad, but uh, <laughs> you just not great on the sideline, just huffing and puffing. I don't know how many how many penalties they had, but that you know the referee a lot, was and they was missed terrible. A lot. Yeah, yep. I I was watching the game with my my mom and dad, and it was funny. My uh, my, you know, my dad has a saying where, where he's like, you know, that he, he's like, do they get paid by the penalty? And then, but which is, which is funny. But what was funnier was my mom asked, she says, do they have a limit on the number of, <laughs> number of penalties you can get? It was, uh, Cause it was just out of control, but. Uh, oh yeah. 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 I, um, I feel like it was just one of those games where, you know, unfortunately Texas lost their start quarterback viewers uh so that you know that i think sarkeesian had them lined up for maybe a nice season um but now it's just like feels like it's over and then they you know they let alabama hang around you let a team you know like alabama mm-hmm. do that you're gonna lose and then they they had a big sack at the at the end they didn't end up getting and, and alabama ends up winning so it just seems like the rich get richer and Alabama's luck just, just doesn't run out. So um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Found that interesting. I, I hope that, you know, I'll probably try and pick a game or two each week to watch. And I, I hope that uh, it's in, as interesting as that one. That was a exciting game despite, uh, you know, all the penalties and in Texas, maybe, you know, having some bad luck, but uh, enjoyed that game. And then the, the other game that I'm sure that, uh, my my podcast host here watched was the Oklahoma State game. Oh um, so yeah, oh yeah. This, despite the, uh, I was I was trying to come up with what I wanted to describe their jerseys as, and you know what I found out during the middle of this pod. Despite the uh, orange and blue Sam Adams Oktoberfest uniforms oh. that Oklahoma State was winning, uh, they uh, they go ahead and take care of business, and they. Come on. 
now crack the top 10. So congratulations. You guys are now a uh, top 10 team. Um, Where no big deal for us, Mike. No, no big, big deal. deal. I mean, no it, deal. for Purdue, it would be like a woo-woo, you know, really. But for us, like, no big deal. It's kind of a no big deal. Know, Two years yeah. in a row, we'll have an off year or so. But, I mean, top ten, no big deal, Mike. No big deal. It'd be post. like when we when we beat Iowa last year. Um, like we like when we knock off big teams like Appalachia State knocked off uh, Notre Dame. But, um, yeah, this week you guys got Arkansas Pine Bluff. Uh, so, believe it or not, for some reason, I don't know what Vegas knows here, but I, I could not find a line. For the gold, yeah. the game against the Golden Lions. I you think you probably think won't. You probably won't because there are some games where they don't allow betting, like or they just can't even make a line. <laughs> so, like in some of these, like really low FCS or or stuff like that, they won't even do it. Or may it, it could get set by the end of the week. Not sure, but there are times when there's a Power Five school in a school like that, and there's no line. Um, mm. I still never forget. I oh man, uh, I think it was. Oh, man, I for, I can't forget the team. But it was my I think it was my very first college game at Oklahoma State my freshman year, and we beat Savannah State. 80? We beat them seventy three to three. I think something like that. Oh and again, yeah, that kind of game. There's there's no line on it. Yeah. Okay. And well, again, I, if there I, was, I mean, we definitely. Went over the – I mean, we would have won, right? Uh, if you would have uh, – the line definitely would Eight, not have been 70. 84 to nothing. It was 84 to nothing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I gave him a field goal. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know, boys. Sleep with one eye open. Golden Lions put up 76 mm-hmm. last game. So they – you know, I don't know who I'm they played. I'm worried but... about it. The, the sisters of the poor is probably who they paid. But – um. But I, I'm not worried about it. Uh, I think it was a good win versus Arizona State. Arizona State's been struggling in the past. Oh yeah, um, they've got. I mean, they've they've gotten a little bit better. They've had on years, off years. But uh, with Herm Edwards, that's always funny that he's a college coach. But um, yeah, uh, glad that we pulled through um, and won that one. Can fairly convincingly doubled them up. Um, yeah. yeah, interesting, interesting college football. First oh, two man. weekends, a lot oh, of upsets. Yeah. You had Marshall over Notre Dame, App State over A and M, um, and I truly think that if if Ewers was in at quarterback, that game was different. I also oh, think yeah. I yep. truly do think Texas would have won that game. They were kind of moving. Yeah. I also think that uh, Bama uh, got so much favoritism from the refs, even with all the penalties they had, they missed so many. It's crazy, including the the BS. Uh, yeah, the no safety call in the end. I mean, come I, I on. Mean, it was just truly insane. So I, I think you, you play that game again with with the health of you. I truly, I truly think Texas wins that game. Um, but, of course, you'd have all the SEC homers say, oh, well, Bama this, Bama that. It would just be all the excuses of why a school like Texas would win. But um, – yeah, he looks like he'll be out. Latest report I saw today was like four to six weeks. So the early oh, season really? back oh, is man. the OU game, OU game in early October. So yeah. will be interesting. I, yeah, I, I I know it. And there was a call there in the game where the the head ref came back and said it was like the ultimate getting rolled up underneath the bus at work. Right, the guy was like, 
I'm sorry, he shouldn't have told was, me this. He, he, he explained he to me wrong. It wrong. He explained <laughs> it to me wrong. You're like, okay. <laughs> oh man, yeah. And then you no, you no. announced it, and uh, you you internalized it, and you shouldn't have. Yeah. I just I just don't get this infatuation with keeping referee error as part of the game. It's like if mm-hmm. you're going to review mm-hmm. stuff and make stuff reviewable and make everything reviewable everything. to get it right. Correct. Correct. And, like, and oh, we can't a- review that. You're like, but why, why, why? why can't you? Yeah. Exactly. You, you were it's, wrong. It's infuriating. Yeah. Yeah. This- My thing is like, it, it, it review it all and make it right. Don't, I, again, I'm cool with taking a little extra time Again, clearly we can't say Texas should have won or Alabama should have lost or what like, but make it right. Like it, yeah. that's my big thing. Make it right, whether you you end up winning or losing, tough crap. Make it right. If don't be like, oh, that's not reviewable and we could we couldn't have heard the whistle. Like the technology is too good now. You can hear when the whistle's blown. I mean, yeah. all these things where they say, Oh, you can't review it. I'm like, no, make it right. These kids work hard. These the amount of money involved is too much. Like, just make it right. Like, I don't care yeah. if like yeah. I'm a I'm a huge Oklahoma State fan, but like if if it's made right and they show you on video that this thing was right, but they called it wrong on the field. Hey, you know what? I got to live by it because they made it right. Yeah. And that's the thing for me. Like, just make it right. I I, I don't it care. Like, I'm betting also, too. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm not I'm not an idiot. Like, guys, there's make it make it like rescind this whole fact that you can't do judgment calls pass interference like oh my gosh just make it right i'm i'm tired of this crap just make it right it's cool everybody understands that these games take a while make it right that's it that's over anyway. yeah well let me let me since we're having a quick festivus on college football right now but oh, yeah. got all the I got a lot of problems with you. I got a lot of problems with you guys. Um, one, one quick thing, which I'm sure we'll continue to dive into this year. My one issue, which is fo- – this is kind of football in general. This is not a college thing. This is a college and NFL, is that we're in the year 2022, and we still have to, you know, on, on close downs, determining if it's a new first oh, down or yeah, – or, yeah. We still have to bring out the chains. And the yeah, fact yeah, that we yeah. haven't accepted yeah. the technology that you can yep. put in chips on balls that could talk to the chain and understand in a less than half a second yep. if it's a first down or not, and we still bring out the chain, slow down, because to me, speeding up the game is 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 can factor into games, right? You're allowing the defense to get more rest. You're slowing down the offense, like, Something's got to be done, and I am personally convinced the only reason why we haven't gotten there is because there is the potential for refs to impact games, and that can impact games. Whether the league wants to say it or not, I do think that there's a hidden agenda in there for the reason why we haven't added technology into more technology to the game. So something okay. simple like that. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. I still like having – and, again, I know we're talking football – I still like having the umpire behind the home plate. I still like having refs. You know, like I, I think it's good. Well, that's I get it. different. Strike, strike like a, zones. Are like different. a pilot in my strike. A pilot strike in my zone. cockpit. Strike zones strike are different. Zone is a I little different than first down. And I don't I want. I don't want uh, a robot calling holding. No, no. But way. I'm saying not on something chance. simple that is truly black and white. It's I'm first with down you. or I'm not. With you. 
Okay. That to me is a simple. But you're not advocating for getting rid way. of no, no, the entire no, no, no. officiating. Just, okay. just on first day, like gotcha. just on chain crew. Okay, I got you. And it's not even you. you'll still need a train uh, a chain crew. So we're not eliminating human bodies. We're just eliminating the need for them to walk their ass out on the field and measure to say, are you a chain link short or not? Yeah, no, no I'm we with can you. Do I got that. you. Well, Stephen, then the, I got a perfect game for you. It's called English Premier League. They got robots calling off sides. No, nope. oh, that's yeah. no nope. random. Yep. No, nope. I hate that crap. Technology update. Yeah. Oh, hold on, a quick update. I'm going to lose this my freaking fantasy football week one by point um, nine two points because freaking Dak Prescott just went out of the game. I, I need him to throw. I, I need him to throw an interception or two. I don't know if we're going to have time tonight, but I let me just tell you how much joy it brings me to listen to Mark's <laughs> struggles in fantasy football. And you would think he was playing for so many large ones, and I bet most of these leagues he's playing for free. But it, yeah, we Mark's, paid. All uh, right, we, we, we chipped in $40. The winner has to buy dinner. It was $40. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay. We, we, don't, we don't play for a lot. We, it's more for, it's for bragging rights. That's all. I know, but I yeah, know. you. I think you do have you do have some bad luck, but you also, I think, expect horrendous. Break. I already. You're I already not emailed, Alabama. I emailed my first round pick because for the last five years, my first round pick has gotten hurt. Don't worry. I emailed said human, and I told him just step lightly. <laughs> well, yeah. So the uh, looks like the we're doing this right in the middle of the first Sunday night game of the year. It looks like the uh, Cowboys are going to take it in the shorts. They're down. Hey, 19, hey, hey. 19 to three to the uh, 45 year old Tom Brady, uh, who's leading the Bucks. Uh, don't adjust your uh, your dials. 40, I said 45, that's accurate. So he's very old, um, considered to be the GOAT by most, but looks like, unfortunately, the Cowboys. I mean, to be fair, they're starting off with, I think, I think Tampa Bay. And the Bills, maybe. Oh yeah. Were the, oh yeah. Uh, their their schedule's not the uh, designed for uh, starting a season off strong. Yeah. So that's so that's okay. They'll they'll come back. I just uh, hope that uh, Dak stays in all year. I think they were getting ready to soup me up last year, Dalton the Dalton and all this other crap. So uh, hopefully they they can at least stay healthy and stay competitive this year. But um, I um. I just I hate if if there's any if there's one thing that you've learned about me on this pod it's that I hate when when you mess with nostalgia and I just for some reason you know NBC did the first Thursday night game of the year but they're not they're not going to do any more going forward so we've had two Tariqo Collinsworth mm. setups mm-hmm. and they have gotten rid of the Collinsworth slide and and I just I hate it and I hate Tariqo being there anyway. And I was listening to the game <laughs> earlier, and it it doesn't even sound like it Collinsworth wants to be there. Like, I know he I he's know. sick. It's like he's you know prescribed to Virginia Slims. That you know he was he already sounded kind of <laughs> gravelly. Now it's like he's smoking non filters or drinking mezcal. <laughs> and I just I don't I just they they messed with it and it's and it doesn't feel the same and and hopefully one of these other things you know that they that they've now got going with the new monday night or the new thursday or or whatever will bring in some new nostalgia but they they've just they've mucked this up and um i'm not happy about it and i 
I don't know. But, I know. Uh, I know. I feel you. But uh, what's what's the saying? You can't you can't stop progress. I guess you can't you can't fight you, city hall. You can't fight city hall. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you, Mike. hundred percent. Sorry. I, yeah, I, we're not going to go off on it, but I'm with you. Hundred percent. And but I mean, to the to the dismay of my old pappy, uh, who's from <laughs> South Bend. At least things are right in the world of of Norder Lame crap in the bed. So they're uh, Marcus Freeman, their new coach. He's not doing so hot. He had, he's had two losses in a row this year. I think if he loses again, it'd be the, the first time they've ever gone 0-3, maybe. But they do actually have three losses in a row under him. So this, yeah. so this year, Ohio State, uh, and then was that Marshall? Do you know yep. who the, the loss before that was? Well, of course. Okay. It was Oklahoma State, baby. Yep. Yeah, so they, they end up fire. coming back in, I think, oh, the yeah. Fiesta Bowl, right? So uh, I, I, I feel bad giving him credit for that loss because I mean he kind of, uh, but whatever. Yeah. Okay, but I, I know I gave you guys a hard time in our text chat. Like he's not zero and three, but okay, fine, he's zero and three. But that's because Brian Kelly torched him and left, you know, to change his accent to go down to and actually, <laughs> you know, play some football. Did you I see the press conference? One. Oh, geez, yes. Oh, yeah. I love, love it. it. So for, <laughs> for the listeners, so he, he shows up to the press conference, and, and I think and Brian, we're talking about Brian Kelly, now the coach of LSU, and he shows up to the press conference. This was after they lost uh, the first game of the season, and he, he's like to the reporters, like maybe you all should show up on time. And I think one of the reporters like, maybe you should win games or something. Or maybe yes. you if you win oh, games, yes. we'll show up on. Maybe time. if you win games, yeah, we'll show up on time. Yep, I love that. It was fantastic. But um, lastly, on on Cowhide, so uh, the Boilermakers, Purdue, uh, will roll up to New York. So this is the, oh yeah, apparently the first time they've played in the state of New York since 1941. So, um, and they will play Syracuse Orange going up to the Carrier Dome. Uh, it's, it's no longer known by that, but um, it's, it's a rare game up there. The last time they played Syracuse was in 2004 at uh, Ross Aid here in West Lafayette. I was probably mm-hmm. actually actually there for the game, and uh, Orton put up 51 on them. So um, it's not the Carrier Dome anymore, man. I, nice. I love that place with the turf. It was like Astrodome. I mean, it wasn't even like legit. Like you could kill yourself by running too fast <laughs> on that stuff. That was man, I missed that. Yeah. The, the the carrier I, dome. I think they had yeah. to take the carrier name off it because it was the carrier dome that didn't have AC, so it didn't really oh, jive right. well with the brand. That's right. Okay. No AC. Okay. Oh, oh man. I, yeah. You yeah. know, guys, I just love college football. Anyway, sorry. Oh yeah. All right. So plenty more, plenty more cowhide segments to come. Hope you enjoyed that. Yes. All right. So let's move on to Marnak, the mediocre. Uh, I do want to, I give you, I give you a little bit of credit uh, in that you did say that a, uh, one of the guys who was dominating the F1 season would win and and Verstappen actually hasn't lost since then. Uh, But a quick pre department of corrections. I think you, you said the, the pole winner always wins, which which okay. is the case. I did, yes. Okay, I looked that up, but the winners are still winning. That's what yes. I said. But you're the right. Winner, I did yes. say that about the pole. You're right. But, but you know I, this this F one season's been an absolute crap show, and I and there mm-hmm. were some penalties handed out. 
this week because people were replacing engines yep. or parts oh, yeah. of engines, and I couldn't oh, yeah. figure it out. And and one guy was like, "Can you just tell me where I'm starting?" Like he couldn't figure out where he was starting. Yep. And uh, Lewis Hamilton was like, "I'm going to bring my iPad because this sport's a joke and it's just follow the leader." And I saw um, that. Yeah. So, but Verstappen, I think, was like fifth or seventh on the grid and ends up uh, ends up winning again. So, yeah, you're, you're absolutely absolutely right, though, Marnak. And I Verstappen's you, probably a safe bet all the way through. Just crazy how that works. Anyway, I'm all here. right. So, my question for Marnak this week is, and and the last the last go around was 2019 at Royal Melbourne, and score was mm-hmm. 14 internationals, 14 U.S. 16. So, my question for Marnak is, will the U.S. End up winning the President's Cup whenever it's played. You're Will the U.S. Those. end up? It's it's in a week and a half. Uh, the okay. So first of all, uh, shout out to the Texas Department of Motor Vehicles. I've got a special envelope <laughs> here. <laughs> this is our this is our vehicle registration renewal notice envelope to which. I'm now going to do it online, fellas. I don't know if you've ever tried that before, but I'm going to renew our vehicle online. Oh, yeah. So this envelope came into my office for this exact segment. Um, and the answer to your question is not only not only will they win. Hold on. This is coming out of the envelope. This is hot. Not only will they win, but they will win by eight, seven, seven points. Ooh. Okay, so there's two questions. All right, and I will take and eat crow for either. They'll win, period, and they're going to win by seven, period. 18-11, I think there's, what, 20 points? So maybe 19-11, is it 20 points, I think? Yeah, I think there's 20 points. 20, 30 yeah. points, 30 points. Uh, 20 yeah, I was about to say 20 and uh, 20. do the math. No, no, there's 20 points. So they're going to win by seven points. They're going to win by seven. They're going to win by okay. seven. It's going to be big. It's going to be, it's going to be big. I mean, they tie, they hit. Okay. So the United States has tied once and lost once. Every other time they've won, I'm going, they're going to win big. I mean, we covered the names at the beginning of the segment. Yeah. You know, I mean, shout out to my friends from Canada. We got Corey Connors. I mean, he fantastic golfer. We got the, Sun JM, we got we got Hideki, we got some great golfers, but the United States is just stacked. They're gonna win yeah. A and they're gonna win big B. All right. And uh, then I gotta go you... renew my wife's <laughs> car online. Yeah, do it online for sure. Yeah, yeah, but I think maybe we'll coin it here first on weekend at Berkman's the Charlotte Shellacking. Charlotte a... Shellacking. I like it. Yeah. All right. I just on I, paper, it just does not set up well for the internationals. It does not yeah. set up well at all. And I don't, I don't know all the the guys that they lost. Probably Oosthuizen. There's others I'm forgetting, but it feels like we we won't be hurt too bad. Um, I mean, you lost a lot. Some, you got Leishman. You got Cam okay. Smith. I mean, you lost a lot uh, of international players that could have yeah. ponied up here. So yeah. yeah. They're and the U.S. I mean, the U.S. lost, um, um, and um, yeah, and Dustin, Schwartz, Schwartzel. You lost. Oh yeah, sorry, we lost Phil. We lost Dustin. Tiger. Okay, Dustin Johnson. Now, okay, 
full disclosure, as I've said many times, I like golf. Live Tour, to me, doesn't bother me so much. But Dustin Johnson, I think, still had some peak years ahead of him. Anyway, yeah. I still think President's Cup's a, a, a running away win for the okay. U.S. All right. Yep. All right. So let's, uh, before we end for the evening, quick Department of Corrections. Yes. Uh, try and get Come to on. it quickly. Oh, uh, where we buy rumors and sell facts. So, uh, yes. Stephen, you wanted us to give you a Department of Corrections last time in the middle about your pronunciation of Versailles. <laughs> um, the real, I, I encourage you to Google the real Versailles outside of Paris. It looks incredible. Well, yeah, I, I know what they but here's my thing. Here's my two thoughts is one, we I go. don't want to give, I don't want to give the French any credit. And then my second thought is two, it's, it's Kentucky. No way they say it like the French. It's definitely some sort of, I mean, they're, yeah, they got, I mean, it's Kentucky. Come on, man. Timmy, I had a buddy that I had a sales. buddy that grew up in Kentucky, and you know the school's name Mater um, uh, Modern Day. He called it Mater yeah. D. He called Mater it Mater D. D. <laughs> so you know what? Kentucky's a whole different kind of place. Don't uh, don't let me thing. catch you eating any French fries this weekend, big boy. <laughs> uh, Mark, you had mentioned that oh, Aikman was a color commentator like Moose Johnson. Of course, okay. he's not. He is also okay. a yes. color commentator. Um, All right. I accept. Uh, you also mentioned – there was there was something Come there. I didn't on. get the full facts about the time that you mentioned that you were with Kimberly. Apparently, some people wrote in um, that, that maybe the time – you already know that I don't believe that you were with her when you said you were with her, but I, I don't – think anybody really knows how long you've been with Kimberly and and that was maybe confused a little more 1999 is that 25 years oh my gosh do some math it's 23 okay what what what, what I maybe uh, I'm missing this fact like what what are we saying here I I don't what? remember it's been so long since the podcast <laughs> I can't remember the segment all I've right we'll with... do all right we'll do a we'll double correct Double, double Jeopardy, double Department of Corrections next time. I'll, I'll right, leave 1999, that open. and I'm happy to tell the story of how we... Oh, God, we don't need a whole diet. Here we go. Here Kimberly we go. And, uh, That's, I mean, were you even born yet, Stephen, in 1999? Or? Yeah, just by a few years. Yeah, thank okay, you. but yeah. 99, right. he, he was the assistant principal in 99 oh, yeah. if you're yeah, covered right. remember he had stature teacher's pet all that good mm -hmm. stuff oh my gosh yeah he's in third um, grade yeah anyway that's the and that's hilarious because the next one i had was steven you had mentioned a long rope it's okay you what you really meant to say yeah, was that as the, as the teacher's <laughs> pet and the assistant principal you were given a long leash i just yeah. i i was cracking and up i even on that have one. a I dog like, i even have a dog with a leash and i just i couldn't find it but yeah no <laughs> I, I knew it when it was coming out of my mouth i'm like i know this is gonna be on the next podcast but that's great appreciate it have you uh i i just i crack up every time i think about you just being bigger than the have you seen the the <laughs> video with andy reed where he does the punt pass and kick oh as a my kid? god yes he's literally the double the size of the other people i just that's what i picture of you and this, the guy the teacher's just like steven i gotta go to the john or have a smoke like just take take care of the class <laughs> yeah well again it helps when you're uh, 
as y'all probably know, I'm six four six five. I'm taller You're than most sure. people. I was the high, I was the tallest kid all throughout grades until I was in the seventh grade, seventh grade or sixth grade, seventh grade. Finally, yeah. is when there was somebody else that was taller than me. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, when you're when you're smart and you're, oh, got a great personality, okay. and it just was the perfect person for all the teachers to mm-hmm. you know make use of. But yeah. I was cool with it and made yeah. made school a lot easier on me. Yeah, yeah, highly recommend it. Oh, here we go, Mark. You just don't be a jerk. <laughs> there we go. Words to live by. Uh, Mark, you indicated that you're able to go through the commercials uh, or things that are recorded mm-hmm. um, on your DVR and, oh, yeah. and as, a, as an excuse not to watch stuff on Net- Netflix or Disney, but there aren't commercials on there, so that, that okay. doesn't hold water. That's fair. Uh, you still still need to try out some series on there. Uh, yeah. You also mentioned that Romo knows football. Now, oh, yeah. I know... I know he has a TV program he does with Nance. I don't know if he does football. So, so next game I watch where he and Nance do the game, I'm I'm gonna keep track of okay, like where he's like, hey Jimmy, hey Jimmy, they're gonna hey, run Jimmy. here, Jimmy, hey they're Jimmy, gonna they're run gonna here, gonna Jimmy. Oh yeah, hey Jimmy, he's uh, doing it based on setup. He knows what their tendencies are. I think yeah. Romo is one of the most unheralded quarterbacks ever. Hey Jimmy, they're gonna butt fumble here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, they're not going to be able to take the snap and kick a field goal here. Oh wait, that was me against the Eagles. Great. I yeah, um, I mentioned Seahawks. That... Oh, that's right, Seahawks. Freaking Eagles, Seahawks. Oh, Birds. That was such a bad game. So disappointing. That's terrible. I I mentioned uh, when we were talking about Brad Nestler. I mentioned Nestler's thirty-one flavors. Believe it or not, there actually is an ice cream company called Bressler's, and I think oh. they they've got. Like Bressler's thirty flavors, and then there's there's Baskin Robbins, thirty one oh, yeah. flavors, I think. And I, I there's Good some stuff. other stuff out there, like there's Briars and Dryers. Mm, I got I get no, a handle trash. on this. Are they both trash? I, the only ice cream you know, there's there's Here we two go. good ice cream brands. Of course, you're in Texas, Bluebell, right? Bluebell, hands down, oh, yeah. Bluebell, right? The other one is. Oh, okay, you're going to have to give me a second here. I, I know what it is. Uh, there's briars. There's dryers. There's, right, hold you... on, hold on, hold on. Pause, pause, oh, pause. come on. Pause. Oh, like, like, this is that. live, Tillamook. Tillamook. Okay, uh, Tillamook. Okay. That's really good. Really creamy. Yeah, but they make ice cream. It's all based on the same same starting product, Mark. Oh, Jesus. Milk. And so... Oh, it's it's really good. All the other stuff, hot garbage. Briars, dryers, <laughs> all, right, all, I, all that's crap. All right, hey, this have, is Department gonna, of Corrections. Yeah, but we're going to bring back Flavor Country next time for uh Please, for ice we cream did not rains. talk about any yes. food. I know. Uh, um, Mark, you mentioned that you oh, enjoyed football I because do. versus like watching Stranger Things because when a football yeah. game ends, that's it. It's have it. You it's over. Heard, have you ever heard of a season or playoffs? No, I mean like a game. Whoever called this correction and needs to be counseled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. The game. I, the no, game no, I agree ends. with Mike, not you, Mark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yes. Um, all right. That's fair. That's fair. I understand to our listeners that called that one in. I understand. Yes, there's a season. 
but the game ends and you can cheer and be happy and move yeah. on to the next game. And uh, lastly, I, I I suck at understanding golf schedules. Like I don't Seriously. know when the Presidents Cup is. I I said that the Live Boston was during the Tour Championship, which to me seemed perfect no. for Greggy Greggy to pull that nice. kind of maneuver, but oh, they yeah. didn't, and they mm-hmm. I guess they had a little respect and uh, and moved it after. So, um, but that yeah, that of course was not during then, and I guess you know we'll continue to see if they put other tournaments during mm-hmm. other you know, tournaments to try to continue to mess things up for Jay and company. All right. Good one there. Let's go ahead and end the evening with local knowledge. I'm going to turn it over to the old man. What are your thoughts for the week? I mean, I think it probably goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway. You know, you got to cherish your loved ones. You got to reach out, talk to those people that are, uh, you know, part of your life or maybe not part of your life. And you just need to reach out to them. Um, I've actually been pretty convicted about some of the things in my own life. I had this kind of serious, you know, I got to reach out to some folks that I haven't talked to in a while, but uh, cherish your loved ones and uh, reach out, shout out. I also think that this is the time of year that just makes you, you know, I don't know. It's just my favorite time of year, fall. I mean, like, I just, it's uh, football season starting back up, school starting back up. For those of you with kids, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're back at school, so it's great. Uh, and so, just that's that's one thing. But on the other side of the coin, is it, it also makes me remember how much fun we had during the summer. Me and my kids. They're we got teenagers now in the house, so that's a little bit uh, scary. But at the same time, we had a blast this summer. Our school went back. We started back last week um, after some vacation. Uh, just you know, the, we only have a few years left with them. So all those of you with uh, kids, teenagers, I say cherish, cherish not only your loved ones, but cherish the kids in your house that are going to be gone before you know it. Uh, And so uh, don't forget to take some time. And I know we talk about sports and all this kind of stuff and uh, other things going on, but uh, don't be afraid to turn off the TV. Don't be afraid to turn off that stuff so you can uh, hang out with the kids because it's not going to be long before they're out of the house. Anyway, that's my thing. Cherish your loved ones. I know you haven't heard it in a long, long time. Cherish your loved ones. And those of you with kids, uh, you only got so many years left. Uh, So take the time to hang out with them, listen to them, talk to them, uh, and uh, go from there. That's it. All right. Steven. I think Mark said it somewhere in that whole thing. Oh, but, um, geez. It was about the time of the year, right? So really, for me, it's uh, it's Saturdays, bringing new life. Um, these are the best five months of the year, four months, however you, you look at it. Um, with the fall, I always look forward and live, you know, kind of for the weekends. But this is uh, – this is exciting throughout the week. I'm, I'm looking at the upcoming Saturday with the football schedule and I'm planning out the meats to smoke and just eat and enjoy throughout the day. So uh, past two weeks has been great. Last weekend did some pork butt and some, uh, which was amazing and some more turkey breasts. This, this Saturday I did uh, some smoked ribeyes, which were great. So just between the 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 drinking and the eating and the college football on Saturdays, phenomenal. Can't beat it. Love it. Um, and I think this upcoming Saturday with with y'all will be the first time I 
leave my house on a Saturday in a long time. So y'all, if I, you're lucky, I like you so much, or I, I won't do it. <laughs> oh, you're gonna you're gonna be like my old pappy at dinner with the uh, with the phone out watching the game. Hundred percent, and it be hundred yeah. percent. Uh, no, I, uh, yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. We're, we're all getting together in person in Houston, uh, this weekend that that's going to be a blast. Uh, sure. There's going to be lots of laughs and, uh, revelry and everything that goes along with that. Maybe we can get out to, uh, Klaus as well. Ooh. Maybe we can get, we can catch a Premier League yes. game on, on Friday. Oh, Maybe get a little trip to Klaus for some Oktoberfest. Uh, that would, that would be great. Um, I'm sure if you watched uh, football this weekend, you saw the iPhone 14 commercials. I'm stoked. I've been waiting for this phone. I got I got some old iPhones here that got the big notch <laughs> up at the top. So I'm looking forward to the dynamic island, as they call it. I will be I will be living on dynamic island. So I'm going to do the pre-order. Uh, believe it or not, you get some pretty good trading deals. Mm. I um Go through your carrier though, because I you can get like eight hundred dollars for your phone. Doesn't have to be good. I started filling it out, and it was like, "Hey, is the back cracked?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then I answered a few more questions about how it worked. Still got eight hundred dollars. So I uh, recommend doing that deal if you need a new phone. iPhone fourteen looks like it might be dynamite. Um, on a more serious note, you know, there's a saying um, that says you can never go home again, and I don't. I, Honestly, didn't know everything about what that saying was, but you know, I, I went home uh, both to to where I went to college, and uh, also you know went back home to my folks this weekend. Um, you know, that's as you can tell I, throughout the podcast, kind of stricken by nostalgia and trying to hold on to the past. So that was, you know, I, I'm I'm with Mark there a little bit. It's about cherishing your loved ones. It's about being in the moment. It's about you know knowing that. You may not be able to get back what you got mm-hmm. now in those memories, but you know, at the same token, you you can't live in the past, and you got to make new memories. But uh, if you're like me, sometimes you get a little melancholy, and uh, you know, a little little teary eyed or sad when mm-hmm. maybe you you leave something that's that's such a large you know part of your past. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, I guess that's that's why we stay busy with work and other BS like that uh, <laughs> to try to keep us moving and motivated. So. That's going to do it. Another one in the books. Thanks, everyone, for joining Weekend at Berkman's. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week. Take care.